You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast, empowering musicians with strategies for a sustainable career. Hello, career musicians. Welcome to season five of the Career Musician Podcast. Yo, I can't believe it. It's already 2022 and it's going fast, man. It's May. I mean, it's over two years since the onset of the pandemic back in March 2020. I'm just like flipping out about that, right? Anyway, Nomad here, founder and creator of the Career Musician Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, we want to welcome you as a new member of the Career Musician community because we are a family here. I also have to say this. In our fifth season, we are going to do some awesome things, some new things for the podcast And we're going to venture out beyond just typical podcasting stuff. We want to get you involved. So be ready. All right. Over the years, we've had some amazing guests. Some of the brightest career musicians share their insights and stories on the show. And this year, we're going to be doing things a little differently, like I mentioned. Yes, I'll still be bringing my A-list musician friends and colleagues to share their journeys. But I also want to break down parts of the industry beat by beat for all of you aspiring career musicians, singers, producers, and music makers in general. Myself, as a 30-year music veteran, I know, that's crazy, right? 30 years. I've been doing this for 30 years. I have done it all, and I'm ready to share all of my industry secrets with you. For real, okay? Because listen, the the truth of the matter is I started playing professionally when I was 16, 17. Technically, you know, when you, the term professional means that you get paid to do something, right? So my first gig, I think I was like 16, I played at my parents, one of my parents' businesses that they owned. So, you know, 16, I mean, yeah, but then I really started doing it after I graduated high school, 18 down in South Florida and Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, I started hitting the gigging scene and I was doing actually a gig at this place called September's in Fort Lauderdale nightclub six nights a week. I was playing in a cover band, huge 12-piece cover band, kind of like the Earth, Wind & Fire vibe. You know, we had a horn section. We had three or four singers. We had the full rhythm section. I was in the rhythm section. We played from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. every night, and I was making a buck a night. So I was walking around with 600 large every week, and I was happy, man, at 18, 19 years old. So that's how I started my career. But listen... And then from there, it just went on. So I really want to share everything with you because it is now my mission. As you may know, if you've listened to The Career Musician, our mission here is to empower musicians like yourself with strategies to develop a sustainable career, okay? So we want to help you figure out how to develop a sustainable career that works for you, Okay, and by doing so, we're going to we're going to dissect your strengths and we're going to lean on those strengths and then we're going to help you figure out the best way to monetize your talents and build a sustainable career. All right. That being said, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Talk about something that we all need a, a respite from a respite. Right. We need a break. In other words, the craziness of the pandemic. I know for sure myself, I was locked in this studio for the past two years, but you know, look, I'm not complaining, you know, knock wood, knock wood, knock something metal that, you know, I was very grateful to have this little studio. It's a guest house behind my house here in Burbank, California. And you know what, as 
musicians, most of us are locked in our studios anyway all the time. So the, you know, the pandemic wasn't too much of a stretch, but just the idea of not being able to go out and interact with people. And then let's talk about touring. Oh my gosh. And doing gigs. So, you know, it definitely took a toll on us. And I just want to say that for mental health awareness month, I'm going to be totally transparent. I have a therapist and you know, I've actually had a therapist before the pandemic. I'm not ashamed to say, and I think it's a great thing to have. And listen, if you need somebody to talk to who's far removed from all of your issues, right? Not a loved one or a family member or a close friend because they're in your microcosm. They're in your circle and they kind of know what's going on. You want somebody who's, like I said, far removed from it so they have no biases, right? No favoritism toward anything or anyone. And they can give you like sound advice from an outside perspective. Hey, I'm just saying it's worked for me and my family and my loved ones. I, you know, I just want to present that. So no shame in the game here, baby. And furthermore, today, the release of this episode, May 19th, 2022, is Mental Health Action Day. Now, what does that mean, the difference between awareness and action? Well, we all know awareness. We could drive awareness to many causes across the globe. In fact, right now, you know, we're experiencing war over uh, on the other side of the globe, over in Europe, well, speaking from as an American, in Europe with the Ukraine and Russia. And, it, you know, that's a cause. And that's, we could, you know, we need to drum up awareness for that, right, and, and support. Well, the same thing with mental, mental health awareness it's more than just being aware. We got to take action. Well, how do we take action? One of the ways that I've learned recently, thanks to many friends whom I'll, I'll name here in a minute, is that we could take action by taking care of ourselves. So take the time to unplug, literally, right? I mean, we are always plugged in. I'm just going to unplug one of these cables right here from my patch bay. We are always plugged in, seriously, with our phones, okay? Our tablets. I have a tablet around here somewhere. Our laptops, our desktops, earbuds, earphones, headphones. I mean, we're always plugged in somehow. We got to unplug, folks. We got to take the time to say, hey, this is me time. And I'm not talking like Netflix and chill time. I'm talking like get outside in nature, go for a hike, go for a run, go for a family walk, take your dog for a walk, go for a bike ride, go surfing, go jogging. I mean, whatever it is, get out from your elements, okay, and just unplug. A lot of times when I go out for a run for, or for a bike ride, I don't even bring my phone. <laughs> I bring my watch just so I can track, you know, my stats. But I, turn, I put it on do not disturb so it doesn't bother me. And I literally unplug. And I think that's super important. So I learned that that is actually taking action. That's a way that we can take action, number one. Another way we could take action is by talking about it, right? Kind of like I'm doing right now. So listen, there's no shame in this game. I don't want anybody to have stigmas. If you have some issues, reach out to me. You can, you can email me at nomad at thecareermusician.com or info at thecareermusician.com. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, whatever. Just hit us up. And if you want to talk, if you have questions, let them be known, man. Let's talk about it. I'll support. I'll try to shed light on it. And if I can't help, I'll try to talk to some of my homies and cronies in the biz and see if we can point you in the right direction for resources. Okay. That being said, 
So Mental Health Action Day is today. And I will be interviewing some really cool people on the mental health front, okay, over the next few weeks and even going into June. Because look, mental health isn't just about one month. But you know what I'm saying? It's every day. And we have to put that into action. Okay, so that's what's happening, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to my girl X Ari with Wisdom Mania. Now, she just had an incredible workshop and seminars and event for two days on May 15th and 16th. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it and we couldn't get her episode published in time. But we did have an amazing interview with her here last week, and we are going to publish that interview here in the next week or so. And X Ari is really cool because... First of all, she's a career musician. She's a singer, songwriter, and artist. And second of all, she's all about mental health awareness and mental health activism. She takes action. So you're going to want to check that out. And you can check out all of her stuff at Wisdom Mania. I believe it's wisdommania.com. All the details will be here in the notes. Okay. Now, somebody else who has developed a huge mental health advocacy program is... Let's face it, Save the Music, VH1, MTV, Save the Music. And I have a very special guest from that camp coming up in another week, in another few weeks. Okay, now, moving on from mental health awareness, we have a big announcement. Dun, dun, da. Not sure where to begin or place your focus as an aspiring career musician. Let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh man, Nomad, I want to do what you do. I want to like earn my living from playing music full time. Okay, cool. I can help. Something that I always say here. Okay, it's one of my tried and true mottos or philosophies. Methods change. Principles remain the same. I'm going to say it again. Methods change. Principles remain the same. What does that mean? Think about it. Back in the day, we used to have to use a reel to reel tape machine to record music. Okay. Now we use a laptop or a tablet or a phone. It's very different. The method of how we record the music has definitely changed. But what remains the same? The principle, the outcome. What are we trying to do? Capture sound. At the end of the day, whether you play a vinyl record, an eight-track cassette, or a little mini cassette, mini cassette or a regular cassette tape, right? or you play an old cylinder from way back before vinyl, or you play a voice memo from your phone, or you play a track from Pro Tools, Logic, Ableton, Cubase, FL Studio, whatever it is, whatever DAW you're working on, Digital Audio Workstation, it's all the same. You're getting a recorded product, okay? So the methods change, but the principles remain the same, number one. Now, next step, you showed up. Right now, let's start to identify how you can I how you can diversify your skill set within this whole field of music. It's very important, okay. And one thing I like to I uh, that I like to do is make a list. And literally, I want you to just take a, a pad and and a pen, okay, or a pencil. Draw a line down the middle middle of the paper, and on the left side, write strengths, and on the right side, write weaknesses. Okay, list. I'm talking musically. Now, if you want to do this on a personal level, go ahead for sure. Absolutely. But I'm just speaking musically on the left side. Write your strengths. Okay, I can play these five genres really well, or I could play these two genres really well, or I could play this one genre really well. I could play this song really well. 
You see what I'm getting at? I could play all these scales really well, or I could play these arpeggios well. Okay, those are your strengths. Identify those. I can sight read, okay? Whatever it is. Then on the weaknesses side, oh, I can't sight read. <laughs> you know, like uh, I'm good at country, but I can't really play jazz. I'm good at bluegrass, but I can't really play classic. Whatever it is, write down your strengths and weaknesses. Start to carve it out. Get a picture, all right? And collect those strengths and weaknesses. Now I want you to pick three from the strength side and put them down at the bottom of the paper. And I want you to take three from the weaknesses side and put those down at the bottom of the paper. So you have three on each side, okay? Now those strengths, I want you to lean into. For me, I can play Latin guitar, right? Like I studied some flamenco. My father's Cuban, so I have some Cuban blood in me. You know, I just love all the Latin music. So I know that's one of my strengths. I lean into that. And in Nashville, in L.A., in New York, and anywhere I go or anywhere I've played or any remote session that I do, people know, yo, call Nomad for the Latin guitar stuff. That's one of my strengths that I really lean into. Another one of my strengths is playing R&B guitar. I know I can lean into that. One of my weaknesses is sight reading. Right there in this little rug area back here with all these acoustic guitars, every morning I practice sight reading. I don't care if it's five, ten minutes. That's what I do. Just to keep building this little by little. Now, I'm not going to go and be like, yo, I can sight read anything. Put me on the biggest film date here in L.A. at Warner Brothers Studios, and I'm going to sight read my ass off. No, because <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> but I work on it little by little. But I will say, yo, put me on the hottest R&B track, the hottest Latin track you got. I will crush that shiz for you right now instantly because I know that's my strength. So you see where I'm going with this? I want you to start identifying your strengths and your weaknesses. Work on your weaknesses little by little, but don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, oh, man, i got to practice for three more hours today until I figure out how to play these bebop lines. I, who cares? What are your strengths? Are you a dope country picker? Are you a dope classical pianist? Can you play the heck out of some freaking trombone? I mean, whatever it is that you can do, lean into that, okay? Then it's about discovery. What are the things that you like most, okay? What do you really enjoy? All right, the reason why I'm going down this rabbit hole, because I like to call it, you ready for this? Drum roll, please. Diversify or die. If you don't diversify your skill sets in this business, I don't mean literally you're going to die, but it's going to be really hard to keep a career sustained, okay? Again, our mission, to empower musicians with strategies for a sustainable career. I don't want you to work for a year or two. I don't want you to work for the next five or 10 years. I want you to work for the next 30, 40, 50 years, okay? a sustainable career. So that's how we start identifying our, our abilities to build this sustainable career by taking note of what we're good at and what we're not so good at, okay? And then take note of the things that you like. I mean, you could use any example today on social media, on YouTube, on any other type of media of musicians that you're like, oh man, I really like them. I really like that artist. I really like that band. Well, what do they do? They have a sound. They have a what? It starts with an I, an identity, right? 
So they developed an identity. Now that, if you want to go down the artist thing and you really want to be an artist, you definitely have to develop a unique identity. Be super dope unique, right? But if you want to be a career musician playing for a bunch of different artists in any capacity, studio, live performance, touring, live streams, teaching, composing, producing, then you have to really diversify, but you still want to kind of have an identity about you and your sound that you bring to each and every project that you, you know, that you put your stamp, your musical stamp on. Okay. So there you have it. So that is the first step in figuring out how to sustain a career as a musician. All right. The reason why I bring this up. Okay. And it goes hand in hand. Mental Health Awareness Month, May, okay? Now we're getting our minds straight. We're trying to deal with, you know, what do they call box breathing and all these different breathing exercises and exercising and trying to eat right and have a well-balanced diet. And, you know, health and wellness will help our mental health, right? Especially after the craziness we went through with the pandemic. Then going into, okay, how am I going to build this career for myself? Figuring out your diversities and your strengths and your weaknesses, right? And then we're going to go into this, the hustle. Now, <laughs> let's talk about the hustle. You know, it's funny because the whole hustle thing comes from the street, right? Slinging. And you're slinging drugs or you're slinging something. And that hustle mentality, let me tell you, my father had that. My father was in the streets. He grew up in the streets. And he made sure that me and my brothers didn't grow up in the streets. So I commend him for that. Pops, I love you. God rest your soul. I miss you. And he taught us well. But he always had this element of grit to him, man. He was grinding. He was a hustler, okay? But he also had another element, and that's the element I want to talk about. See, there's a difference between just a plain old hustler and a CEO, chief executive officer. Think about it like this. There's nothing wrong with hustling because hustlers are usually going to get the job done and they're going to make what? Money, right? But a CEO th zooms out a little bit and thinks in broader terms. He's like, yeah, I, from this one deal, I might be able to make some quick money and get it done. But what if I can build an infrastructure that will allow me to do that kind of a deal on a repetitive basis consistently over time? Oh, now that's going to create what? Sustainability. Now that CEO can't do it all on their own. So what do they have to do? Employ a team. Now, I'm not saying that you go out and hire people because I know you probably don't have money. You're a startup. You're not saying, oh, I'm a career musician. I'm going to build this amazing body of work and I'm going to start hiring a staff. No, we, you can't do that. It's not practical in the beginning, right? So when I say employing others, I mean inviting people to be part of your team. Build a collective Okay, think back in the day, think Barry Gordy when he developed Motown. He had a ginormous team of people, staff writers, staff arrangers and orchestrators, staff musicians, staff engineers. They had a, a maintenance staff for all the upkeep on, on the house that they recorded all those sessions in. They had all kind. they had drivers, they had tour people and tour managers and logistics people. They had a team. Now, in the beginning, I'm sure Barry didn't say, all right, everybody, come be on my team, and you're going to make an amazing salary. No, I'm sure he had to start from the ground up. 
have that mentality. That's the CEO mentality, the chief executive officer that zooms out and figures out how we can really maximize this hustle. We're going to maximize the hustle by, oh, Sam, you're really good at this. Tiffany, she's really good at this. Hey, Martin, they're really good at this. Whatever it is. Okay, so now, oh, you could do this, you do this. Yeah, and then together, it's just like a band. The drummer is dope because... They can play really good drums. The bass player, they can play bass, you know, so forth. So that's your team. Start to build like that and think like that. And if you don't have people around you yet, don't worry. Think about it and you can manifest it. Now, I'm not saying, oh, oh, I think about this amazing team. Poof, there's an amazing team. No, man. I mean, come on. That's sure. That's amazing, but it's not going to happen like that. But if you think about it every day, because the power of thought is real. If you think about it and if you verbalize it. I'm going to find my team. Okay, my team members, my team members. The first person on my team I need is X. Okay, and you just think about that and think about that. I can almost guarantee you, trust me, 30 years in the biz, 30 years of life experience ahead of you. Maybe you're in your 20s. Well, guess what? I'm going to be 50, yo, in a couple weeks. Can you believe that? I know. Woohoo! Going to Hawaii to celebrate my 50th and my mom's 70th. 120 years combined. Imagine that. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm getting off track. The truth of the matter is, once you think about it and you set your sights to it and you just keep meditating on it, it will happen. Start building this team that I'm talking about. Then you're going to be acting like a CEO. It's exactly what I did here at The Career Musician. In the beginning, it was just me and my wife. My wife, God bless her. I love her so much, Lola. She believes in me when I'm down in the dumps and I don't believe in myself. And if you have somebody like that in your corner, then count your blessings, amen, and just keep pushing forward. But if you don't, I want you to believe in yourself. And when you're down in the dumps and you're having a hard time, you're being hard on yourself, listen to the Career Musician podcast. And I can almost guarantee, go out for a jog, listen to the podcast. An hour later, you're going to be like, okay, I could do this. You got to get some recharge, right? You need some refueling. Okay, so my point, right? My point was that, once you start building this team, you're going to zoom out. You're going to be the CEO. I'm going to challenge you to do this. I want you to be the CYO. CYO. Chief You Officer. Because let's think about it. Everything that you do stems from you. You want to go play on Janet Jackson's reunion tour. Well, it's because of your talent that might get you the position to do that. You want to produce a track for Kendrick Lamar. Well, it's your talent that's going to get you the in the position to do that. You want to orchestrate for the new Bond film. Well, it's your talent that's going to be able to get you in the position to do that. So you have to manage you. CYO, Chief You Officer. When you take on that mindset, okay, and you think, okay, I have all these different variables that I have to manage, but I'm going to start putting team members in place to help me. And then what I like to say is you can push everything over the finish line little by little by little. You just keep all in tandem, all together. You just keep pushing it over the finish line. And how do you do that? By being organized with a task manager. You get all your tasks, all your to-do items. You put them in a nice spreadsheet and you organize them by date and priority and by, uh, uh, 
category, if it's an administrative task, if it's a creative task, if it's a, a content creation task, like for social media and videos, whatever type of task it is, you put it in that category, you put a priority deadline on it, okay? And you assign people to it. Okay, Nomad's gonna do this. Lola is gonna do this. Eric G, who's my right-hand man on the career musician, he's gonna do this, right? And once you start, to, and that's just three people. We've gotten so much accomplished. Look, if it's just you in the beginning, still do this. Get your spreadsheet, okay? And then when it says the person, like when you assign each task to the person, me, 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 me. But don't get overwhelmed because here's what you're gonna do. Zoom out, take a look at your calendar, and plan your moves. Well, first, I need a gig. Okay, what kind of gig do you need? Well, I'm here in Kansas City, Missouri, and I need to start earning some bread, man. And there's some great little clubs here. They're opening up again after COVID. Let me go see if I can sit in and just spread the word, you know, kind of build a buzz around town and get some gigs. Do that. Do that every day as much as you can. Find out all the clubs in the area. Find out what their operating hours are and hit them every night of the week. Okay? Start taking names. Collect them in your phone. Start hitting people up. Okay, you know what? Another way I can earn money is I can teach because I'm really good. You know, I'm a really dope trumpeter. I studied classical. I have some jazz chops. I can sight read really well. I'm going to start teaching trumpet. Okay, cool. Start doing it. Make a post on social media. Be like, hey, I'm available for trumpet lessons. You know, I teach classical, jazz, and sight reading. And I could teach beginner, intermediate, advanced. You know, whatever it is, I'm just using some examples. One thing at a time. In that month, by going and checking out the gig scene every night, or five nights a week, okay? Three to five nights a week. Minimum three, maximum seven, but at least three to five, that sweet spot, because you need some breaks. And then trying to build up your student roster during the day. Do that for a month. Do that for two months, Okay. And then go to the next thing. All right, so now that, oh, you know what? Man, I'm earning about four or 500 a week from my students, and I'm earning another, you know, three to 600 a week from doing gigs around town. Okay, now I'm starting to build something, right? So then work on the next task, one thing at a time, okay? Now, if you're super broke right now and you don't have no money, go apply somewhere. Go get your ass over at Starbucks or a local place that you can work and start making money immediately. You can't do nothing without money, but get on some kind of payroll somewhere, okay? Figure out a way to do that. And then that money is going to subsidize your music. Because in the beginning, when you're developing your music career, it's hard. But hey, I worked in a bagel shop for like three years in Nashville. I woke up at 4 a.m. every day. I was at the bagel shop at 5 a.m. I worked till 12 noon or 1 p.m., okay? I'd go home, change, get cleaned up, work on a bunch of songs, do some recordings in my home studio, and then I'd hit the town that night and, and circle all the, all the clubs and venues in the area. And then the next morning, I'd wake up and do it again. I did that for almost three years. Guess what happened? I landed the gig with Kirk Whalum as his resident guitar player for almost eight years. And then I started doing sessions for all these different artists. The only reason why that happened is because I perpetuated motion. And guess what? Action motion begets action motion. When you do, it brings more doing. When you act, it brings more to act on. Okay, when you focus, it brings more things into into your purview for you to focus on. Trust me on this, please, because I've lived it 30 years. I'm not lying.
That's it, folks. This is what I want to say to you. Episode 151 of the Career Musician Podcast. Yours truly, Nomad. Season 5, my goodness, post-pandemic, May 2022, Mental Health Awareness Month. Woo! Let me tell you, folks, it's been real. Now, last thing I want to say. I got a book dropping this Monday, May 23rd. You do not want to miss this live event because what I was just teaching you about right now, diversifying and how to manage tasks and start building a career in music, I'm going to break it down in this live event, May 23rd, this coming Monday, 6 p.m. Los Angeles time, 9 p.m. Eastern. So 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You're not going to want to miss this live event. Just go to the Career Musician to sign up. Click the links. It's all going to be here in the notes. And I will see you there, or you will be square. And you don't want to be square. You know why? Although maybe you do, because Tower of Power said it's hip to be square. All right, I'm a cheese ball. Yo, I'm a dad, okay? So I got dad jokes for days. Once again, the career musician exists to empower musicians just like yourself with strategies for a sustainable career. I got some great, great guests coming up in this season. We have some great guests. Can't wait to share them with you. And you're going to start hearing from me a lot more this season. You're going to hear these monologues where I try to impart some knowledge based on my firsthand experience. All right? So don't forget, check out the book. It's coming out this Monday. You're going to want to see be there at the live event and I will see you soon. Thank you so much from all of us here at The Career Musician to you. You know what? You got to keep the music playing, baby. Keep it rolling.